0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Welcome to the Gridiron Crew podcast, a podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. You're listening to and watching the the news crew. And I am your host, Brian, the conscience of Cleveland Donlan. uh, I did warn you that I was laying claim to that moniker and I fully intend to have it. Uh, Tonight, we are going to be talking about all of the latest news. Who is looking like they are making good moves in the tail end of free agency? as we're moving towards it now. um, We'll be having a chat about our statistic of the week, uh, and we are going to be talking all things moves in terms of the, is it fair to still call it the quarterback carousel at this point in the year? There's not that many of them left on it, but by God, we've got a couple of decent names on it. This is great as we get to watch the Green Bay fan that we've rolled back out for this one just shudder in the corner. Um, silent for now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, everybody, like, subscribe. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, give, give the stream a, a, a like. That'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, all the usual places. Now, uh, as always, as you can see and doubtless here, there, I'm joined by some of the finest members of the crew. Uh, first, we have got studs. He is the uh, the heartthrob from Hamilton. Although, admittedly, I've got absolutely no idea if that is the hearts of others throbbing or if he's just mm-hmm. in a wee bit too much of uh, Andy needs barbecue uh, and his own heart's a bit to get him. Studs, how are you doing this evening, mate? Studs, you have muted yourself like an absolute Yeah. <laughs> <pill. laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, this is the type of high production value you listen to this podcast for. Stunt, do that another blast for me, Aye, that's a great start. (laughs) Uh, I was just saying as well, it's
1: not even barbecue for Big Red, it's cheeseburgers, so that'd be right off my menu, not being a cheese fan, so say, aye, stay away from the cheeseburgers, but other than that,
0: I'm all good. Uh, I forget that you're a deviant that doesn't eat cheese. Weirdo, uh, it's something else just to remember before you listen to him, folks. Um, <laughs> we are we we are also joined, ladies and gentlemen, by our resident cheesehead Liam. On you know one bit of cheese to another. Now um, Liam might not put the green and green bay, but he certainly puts the pack in. I will pack the bag, bloody for you, Rogers. Um, so
2: how are you doing tonight, Liam? I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Looking forward to talking talking some shit. So be good fun. So. I, it's, been, it's been relatively quiet, but you know the 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 saga continues. I
0: <laughs> ah, will f- fear not, mate. We will. Um, you you will be given your moment in the. I don't know actually if it's fair to call it a moment in the sun. That sounds
2: like it's a good I, I'll, thing. I'll probably back. Yeah, I'll be back in about four weeks and do the same. Do the same, same chat again. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can go for a darkness retreat and you can yeah. come back out again. Yeah.
0: Um. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. As is our one, as we like to start the show and uh, get ourselves all nice and warmed up, we have got our kickoff question for this week. Now, the wonderful world that social media is uh, posted an absolute cracker that reminded me of something to use for a kickoff question this week. So it paid me a visit, and there was the throwback to one of the world's worst, you know, I was going to say the world's worst NFL excuses, but I actually think I can probably say it's one of the world's worst sporting. Excuses point blank. I think this is one of these um, rare instances where we can spread this one well out beyond the shores of the States. So way back when, when Ricky Williams uh, blamed pot for his failed drug test and he came out with the immortal line of I got high and I forgot that I wasn't supposed to get high. So gentlemen, to put it over to yourselves, is what that... do we think? On you go.
1: I was going to say, is that not a line in the Afro Man song?
0: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain when he made it, he did the own royalties. <laughs> uh, so the big question is, what is your worst ever sporting excuse or NFL excuse that you've ever heard? Uh, Studs, why don't we kick this one off for yourself, mate? You did say that uh you had some ideas for this one. <laughs> Mate, I've got a few to go through. so I'm actually quite happy. Like, if Liam's
1: got one, he, he rattled through. I've got a couple of absolute perls, to be fair, and I feel I'm going to pass a good few people off with them. So. Right, do you know what?
0: It's a it's a rare it's a rare moment when um, studs studs as well. They step aside and let another man have the spotlight first. So do you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll take him up on it, and he's, okay. he's set himself up that his chat better be good. I know, I know, I know. Uh, and it's a massive letdown. Uh, <laughs> Liam, when you go, mate, what do you think? No, I your...
2: to, uh, when you're kind of. Obviously, you know, our, our pre-production meeting that we have, not, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, told me the question. I thought I'd try to think back. And I was thinking back to, back in the day, do you remember, 90, 1996, Man United excuse, back to Premier League football, of uh, having losing a game um, against Southampton. Hampton, I think it was, and then changing their strip halfway through it was oh, a yes. green, green and yellow gray, strip, wasn't it? strip. <laughs> halfway through I they came back out and they still lost the game um and then i think or something like they retired the strip two days later or something like that that, that was, like... that was, the... <laughs> was it the cost gray strip wasn't yeah. it yeah
1: the cost gray think... one actually, actually <laughs> i'm saying the I'm
2: green and yellow that one. And it just kind of came to me again i was like i remember that so, <laughs> I... That's a belter. I'd
0: completely forgotten about that. That's a cracker <laughs> of an excuse. See, um, be fair,
2: I just automatically
1: went green and having a utter no. dislike for green, I just I was blaming green rather than grey. <laughs> <laughs> As I sit here in my grey Kansas, my ah, grey today. <laughs>
0: Shocked to hear that you've got any dislike for anything green, or studs. <laughs> uh, you know? I'll, I'll I'll chip mine and then studs. I'm going to give you your, uh, a moment in the sun with this one, mate. Um, for me, you know? I'm, and I'm going to keep it contemporary. And I'm going to keep it NFL. The best one for me, and I don't even know if you can call it an excuse, but when Lamar had to have a wee couple of minutes to himself. to to sort himself out when he definitely didn't just have the runs and had to (laughs) leave a game midway through. And, you know, I genuinely, one of you boys can maybe tell me, you can maybe remind me, I genuinely can't even remember what fake excuse it actually was that he came up with. But it was very obvious to everybody that he just had to go and have a wee sit in a toilet for five minutes. Did they not say he had cramp? (laughs) <laughs> it was cramp, up. Yeah, I don't care
1: who you are, but see, when I'm cramp, I don't run with clenched Star's cheeks. <laughs>
0: it's a very specific cramp, that one. Uh, that, well, that's, that's...
2: that, that one was like... on my list. To be fair, I, I like to. Uh, uh, Metcalf this season or last season. Now owning it though, just going. Ah. Yep, I just need to go. So S- yeah. something get me a golf that buggy.
1: Place. I need to go. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even Lamar waddle to the toilet. I need the golf buggy. <laughs>
0: You just the the stadium announcer calling out, we have got a Code Brown, ladies and gentlemen, Code Brown, <laughs> get this man, get this man some Andrex, he needs it. <laughs> right, you've set yourself up, studs, right. you've promised us the earth, now right. it is time to deliver.
1: Time to deliver, listen, Lamar was in my thoughts, to be fair, he just didn't quite make my list, so Lamar was oh. on there, but I'm going to start off non-NFL and then I'll go to my NFL ones, which, if we do have any listeners that are that are on the day, is probably going to piss them off, let's be honest. Excellent. <laughs> so, for, first one, right, we all know I'm a referee as well. The referee slash VAR is against us. I cannot stand that excuse right now. Uh, listen, in Scotland in particular, VAR isn't great. We know it's not great. Referees have got no allegiance to any team, and bottom line is, they couldn't give a shit about the result. They're there, to so... they get paid, and that's it.
0: Just just to be clear, studs, are you referring to Vatican assisted refereeing or video assisted rangers? <laughs> just 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 so I know which one you're talking I'll, about. I'll leave that
1: one open to interpretation. You see the best one for it is, and, and this is where uh, again any any listeners in the East Coast shall we say will Oof. be slightly annoyed. Robbie Nielsen's famous one: as soon as he comes to Glasgow, uh you need to get assaulted in the per- to get a penalty in Glasgow. Or- you need to basically get murdered to get a pair? It was something along those lines. Robbie Nielsen is the world's worst for it. As soon as he doesn't get a result off Rangers or Celtic, it goes straight to referees, and it does my nothing. Um, rather than look at his own players first and foremost. So that's my football one out of the way.
0: Now, <laughs> you feel better, mate. You feel better after I feel that.
1: feel better about that one, right? I feel better. Stick up for referees. They don't give a shit. They want to just go on with the game. Now, the first one, we've all kind of roughly come into the nfl around about the same time now throughout that time and scud and danny i've your ears the patriots <laughs> have been synonymous with cheating okay allegedly, allegedly. Little, sorry before i get myself and alleged cheating right one of the first ones i remember was them videoing other coaches signal calls and I don't know if you boys remember <laughs> this one, right? So they were videoing other videoing other teams coaches whilst the game was going on. And what Bill Belichick's excuse after admitting this, I misinterpreted the rules. That was his (laughs) excuse,
2: apparently. So that makes makes you think he went. He went to look at the rules, though, to check he wasn't cheating. First of all.
1: (laughs) By the way, see to be fair, we Bill Belichick, and I think we've all seen examples of this. They do very. The Patriots have always had a way of bend, don't break the rules. Um, But that was his, and again, that was a favourite of mine. That excuse. I misinterpreted the rules. I think even South Park done an episode about it where Carvin <laughs> was a basketball coach or something like that, and that was his excuse. <laughs> I misinterpreted the rules.
0: <laughs> so, listen, listen. it's well, well, it comes up every year. Every year, we see it in the league that you're going to have some part of the rules where there seems to be just that, that wee bit of grey mm-hmm. that some team just picks up on. You know, this year it's been the QB pushing from, uh, you know, for the Eagles in other years it's just things like that the, it's all... the, the butt push The butt push <laughs> the, t- the, t- the tush push, the t- the tush push. Uh, Hang on, we need to be getting that trademark. There's money to be made here, but there's t-shirts <laughs> to be like getting that printed on uh, Yeah, the tush push uh, um...
1: I'm sure the Patriots one was called Spygate, if I remember right It was something like that, was, I think it was Spygate right, If we're going to play that I... game, the
0: Patriots have got that many gates they could open up a and q <laughs>
1: Yes. <sighs> yes, so that that's it. Listen, we come into the NFL at the same time, and a lot of the times throughout those years, Patriots have been successful and teams haven't liked it and again there's been allegations of cheating throughout that as well so we had the deflate gate as well which we'll no go into with phones disappearing (laughs) in bins and stuff like that so that one again that didn't quite make my list believe it i know right (laughs) so misinterpreting the rules (laughs) (laughs) misinterpreting the rules as an excuse was one of my favorite ones so the next one that we will all be familiar with, and it almost brought about a real change, was the defensive PI against the Saints, Ooh. the Rams against the Saints, that missed call. And this is where I'm probably going to piss off Saints fans. Bottom line is, it wasn't a flag. Do you know why? The referee didn't fucking call it. Dry your eyes. <laughs> Get on with that. You lost the game. Okay? <laughs> if right, the referees... <laughs> if they've
2: through the flag, it's not penalty. <laughs> Okay. Right. Super Super Bowl again? You know, you just you're feeling a bit, you know, Ah, pumped at all. Listen,
1: I did tell you I was going to piss people off, and again, it'll be good for interaction as well if people
0: are listening. Why is is it no penalty? Because I said so. That's why no.
1: Referee's in charge of the game. That's what (laughs) arms.
0: (laughs) Hi. Yes, I I don't agree with you, but you've got a point.
1: Uh, listen, it almost brought about a real change. How did that real change go with uh, um, being able to review defensive PI? It was put in a bin a year later. Do you know what I mean? So, listen, there's missed calls in every single game, whether we like it or not. It adds to the excitement. It gives us something to talk about. That one obviously being such a high-profile one in the championship game. as what it is. I mean, we could have been talking about it the year before when the Saints... Well, no, was it the year before, the, the Minneapolis Miracle, where if that boy hits
0: before, Diggs,
1: yeah. if the Saints, Saints defender hits Diggs, that's an egregious PI call as well. Now, fortunately, he missed him and Diggs just ran onto immortality and we got that Scott Hansen moment. So, as I say, would the Saints really have been moaning if if there was a call there? I don't really think so. Or there was a no call there, I should say. I don't think they would have been bothered. But because it was against them... They started crying and listen, It didn't work for them anyway. Now the last one. When right, you go back before on. I go to the
0: no, last no, one, right? Oh, I have with one chucked in here. And one of you boys can explain this one to me because it's a we've got a boxing reference sent into it, so it's not uh, not my forte. We should have Grant on for this one. Uh, apparently there is one that. Uh, oh no, I do remember. Even I remember this one, <laughs> David Hayes. Uh, David Hayes with Vladimir Klitschko and the oh. toe. The broken toe. <laughs> the go. broken pinky toe. It wasn't
1: the even the, any other toe. It was the pinky toe. toe.
0: Because if, <laughs> as everybody knows, that toe is exceptionally important when you're trying to punch a large man in the face. Yeah. Um, There you go. So another one. Right, on you go, studs. Round us off. End our segment for us. Give oh, us the belter. No, you re- you sure you're ready for this one, Brian? Oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm seated because <laughs> I think I know what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Dan
1: Sorensen and <laughs> listen again clean ah. clean hat. It was a clean hat. Knocked the ball out. Cleveland fans are crying about a helmet to helmet. But let's face facts on this one, right? The bottom line is the Cleveland Browns could not stop because anything was possible for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the problem. They couldn't stop Chad Henny. No, even Patrick Mahomes. You put Mahomes out of the game in, what, the second quarter? You couldn't have Chad Henney. That's, Man. I mean, that's... You're
0: yeah, playing that, against that, the refs. It, playing against the refs, that's, that's, the that's the what refs happens.
1: The refs had nothing to do with it. <laughs> hits the ball. Listen, again, Brunson just because Baker won a playoff game in Passport. I,
0: I, 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 I don't dispute he hit the ball. Hitting the ball was fine. It's the fact that he head-butted the guy on route that was my issue. <laughs> <laughs> so again, for me, bottom line is wasn't a foul.
1: Refs never called it. Deal with it. Yeah, well, look, you couldn't beat Chad Henry. That's um, I'm not having your excuses about one hat changing a game. You couldn't stop the backup QB.
0: Right, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to remember all of this because we're going to wait for some egregious call to go against the Chiefs. We're going to bring Studs back on and I'm just going to make him sit there and listen to that whole segment again and then we'll we'll all enjoy him cry. It
1: will bite me in the arse at some point. I do fully appreciate that. But again, I'll need to go over it at that stage. So...
0: That that right <laughs> <laughs> okay well that is that is that is our kick-off question folks uh now uh next thing I, i'm gonna i'm gonna launch and i tried to find a sound effect for this um in the the esteemed pre-production meeting that we talked about but frankly i couldn't make it work um so this is uh, is brian's brown bull alarm uh it's, it's, um, when i was uh re-listening back to the pod last week and i realised that I made an absolute catalogue of exceptionally basic errors, so I feel the need to correct the record. And uh, Keith made me host this week, so I get the chance to, so why not? Uh, so, yes, yeah, so Brian's going to hold his hands up and uh, acknowledge the fact that, no, no, the Cleveland Browns do not only need to wait two years to get a first round pick, we need to wait three, because Watson was, of course, worth every first round pick that the universe had to offer. Uh And aye, so we are now actually, it's 2026 before the Cleveland Browns will revisit the first round of the NFL draft, unless we trade for something, which is always possible. Um And then we also had the joy when I actually couldn't get either of my wonderful digs at making fantasy trades right, because I tried to date twice and twice I named the wrong team. So... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's sitting there like, Where's that
1: street, Brian? Skim, no skimming use. the
0: phone, nothing's there. Uh, so, there you, you are, uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen. So, the message that I am trying to give you all is um, everything I say is probably wrong. Uh, <laughs> it should be thoroughly fact checked before you believe. An I'm you know, but... against <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just going to. So I, I, I should change the moniker. Brian, the conscience of Cleveland, asterisk, Donlin. <laughs> <laughs> As much as everybody wants to see me put that in my my winner's jackets. Right. Okay, folks. We are at a point where we have got Liam back on. And we we were actually talking about this before the pod started. That Liam hasn't actually been on with us since the wonderful, wonderful intention to maybe make a trade if he can possibly decide what it is he wants to do. And he can possibly decide what the the details of the trade will be at some point this offseason, maybe. Aaron Rodgers' situation is so. As a resident cheesehead, Liam, this is your moment. This is your your platform. Your floor, mate. What in the name of everything is going on in Green Bay? What is happening? Why
2: do we know nothing? Why do we know nothing? Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't be no fun with Aaron Rodgers if it just went down the next day with it. So it would it would just be too boring. But uh, but yeah. Even I'm, even I am uh, sick of it now. I can't lie. So but, what? Do, what do you think? The, what do you think the Packers are looking for? I don't know. Well, it was interesting that uh, the the owners meeting, whatever it was called, this week, um, our GM came out and said, good um uh, came out and said, we're not looking. We're not just looking for a first round pick. You know, probably not. I think that's just kind of setting up a wee bit. Get the fans." You know get their expectations down it probably won't be a first round pick i don't think by the sounds of it anymore or if, it ever, if it ever was sort of thing um and then i just think the main thing is just i don't know i suppose no one knows but i think also the main thing they're just fighting over is the contract are we going to pick up some of their money his money still pay some of it over i don't know i don't know what's holding up for so long but and then again there's all this all this way through there's always been this chat about who's got the most leverage who's going to Who's, who's in the better position, and there's arguments for and against, but, you know, you kind of hear the argument that, I suppose, the best argument I heard was, Green Bay, we are sitting, in theory, with our QB, that's going to be going next season. We know who it's going to be, it's going to be love, and the, the Jets don't, they don't have their QB in yet, in theory, so, really, they are the ones that, you know, we've got, in theory, the leverage, I suppose you could argue that point, so. So, I as, mean, a, as, a, a as a Green
0: Bay fan, what would you, what, what would you prioritise? If I gave, if I gave you the power, if I put you in the hot seat and I said to you, right, you can pick and choose. You can either get some picks back and get some, you know, some re- I say some reasonable value, but you're going to need to bite the bullet and you're going to need to swallow a big chunk of that, what is a hella expensive contract to do it, or you're going to get a pittance in picks. You're not going to get much back for a two, three-time Hall of Fame, Super Bowl winning quarterback but you'll make the Jets take the hit and they'll need to swallow the contract. What What would you want? What do you want as a fan? Jack's up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, come to that. Come to that. I'll, t- I'll tell you that in six weeks into the season when Love's playing or not. <laughs> um, like, Obviously, as a fan, you want all—you you actually want all the picks. You want your, you want the first. I'm beginning be to see, or oh, I don't want the first round pick because you want the first round pick. You want to have the highest pick you can get to see you get the best player available. But I kind of, i have said I'm sure I said that maybe to Grant on off season. Maybe we said it on this at one point. I, last off season, the last time when we did this charade, um, I thought we should have traded them then. When we should have traded them to the Broncos. I get easy in hindsight to say now or we always should have done it and coming off an uh, MVP season, could you have traded him? Probably not but we'd have got more capital for him but now he's come out saying he's 90% retired after his or before he went into his darkness retreat with 90% retired or whatever it was again leverage we've left a wee bit, we've lost some of it from that so I, I think realistically you know uh, I would take a second, like some conditional, conditional picks if he stays on if he's on finale season, whatever is, whatever he does this year, if he you know gets them to the, the the playoffs, he gets them to the, the the title round or whatever, or to the Super Bowl, you know, some conditional picks for the for 2024, 2025, I think. I think it got to be realistic. We're not going to get. I think it was nice to think we get a first round pick. I think it's going to be difficult this year. So.
0: Well, what about you, Sid? What, what do you think, mate? What do you, what do you think is reasonable value? Well, I think you're you're not going to get anywhere near the Russell Wilson
1: trade, right? As much as there's an argument in terms of level of play, dangerous, (laughs) (laughs) that the the two of them are both very, very good QBs in the NFL. Um, But Russell Wilson's only, what, 33, something like that? Aaron Rodgers is going to be 40 at some point during this season, I think. Um, So... I think the um, was it Brian Gooderks? Yep, is that's it, the one. Yeah. Yep. So he well, has well, comments. Well, well, is, well. It was the pronunciation. I was worried about. I could I could <laughs> hear it in my head, and I'm like, this is going to go badly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um, but I think, as Liam said, I think his comments are telling in the fact that I think he is realistic in what he can what he can expect to get. I think what Liam says conditional picks. If the Jets, win a playoff game a second becomes a first, something like that, um, well, as a couple of picks, obviously, I, I do think there's going to be multiple picks in there, um, but I think I do think you're probably realistically looking at conditional ones, similar to the Colts with Carson Wentz, essentially, um. Of, oh is
0: that is that the level of quarterback we are putting okay. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, well,
1: in the Wentz the Wentz one is a bit different. The Wentz one's like, if he plays such and such a percentage,
2: it's fine. I'm a I want a first round pick. I want a first <laughs> round pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at the market, man. You're comparing him to Carson Wentz.
1: Not not in terms of ability, but in terms of what you could probably expect. <laughs> just in, in terms market. of value. Wentz we just in just terms of thing. value. Let's had to be on the field for 70 80 percent for that set to become a first. Let's face it, Rogers is going to be in the field. He's not. You're not going to put a percentage on it. You're going to put on, can he win a playoff game? Can he get you to the championship game? Can he get you to the promised land, the Super Bowl? That's kind of but, where Green Bay is going to take get the conditional from. It's not going to be all oh, Rogers plays eighty percent of the snaps. Then you're got because that's going to hurt me anyway. So. I think that's where your condition comes in. Do you get us to the playoffs? Um, and I mean, let's face it, they were close last
0: year. Just, what, what can they, given how close they were last year, and we all know how um, inconsistent the quarterback play in New York was. <laughs> uh, like, hey, Look at the kindness. Uh, inconsistent, the quarterback play. Did they settle for saying a condition is going to be the playoffs? Did they push that condition all the way out and say, no, no, we, we want a championship game? I, I would reckon you when was the last time the Jets won a playoff game Oof. do you know what I mean so uh, probably oh. going back to the Rex Ryan days maybe um, which is we'll, we'll, we'll check that plus, one now plus 10 uh, 10 years maybe um, uh, the 2010 2010 they beat the Pats in, oh, there you go they beat the Pats in 2010 <laughs> Uh, That's when the bats from the game. middle.
1: They're cheating as well. To you. how the damn. Um,
0: uh, sorry, alleged team, alleged team. <laughs> Asterix. No excuses that we accept.
1: So well, so ten years since the last one a playoff game, right? So do you put maybe winning, in a playoff game as a condition?
0: A victory. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a, a big one. You, so, it in, you lose to the you lose to the team that goes on to win the Super Bowl, and then you 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 don't get the pick. Oh.
1: You're, again, you're going to be at the back of the first at that point anyway. So, if you're in That's the true. playoffs, you're at the back of the first. So,
2: let's
1: say I reckon, I reckon you're talking a couple of conditional picks.
2: Yeah, I think maybe, maybe for lucky, maybe when they're seconds, they've got and some conditional picks. I think well, re- re- realistic. I think. Um... Send sauce
0: so this year. Send sauce sitting He likes, he likes wish...
1: that cheese head. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> bit... wish. I'm Jair Alexander
2: yeah, in that yeah, sector. Indeed. indeed, indeed. i keep hearing is they keep talking about Corey Davis coming, but then he's a prime candidate to cut. cut I think so. Okay. <laughs> the chance of that getting off the roster, Corey like, Davis. <laughs> like, you're going to <laughs> cut me anyway. Don't think that's really, a, <laughs> a, you know, going to swing so,
0: it. That's <laughs> like when the 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 Cowboys were trying to trade Zeke. Yeah, hold on a minute. But we can get him in two days for free. Uh, I think
1: that that's going to be the big thing, though, is going to be the contract that Rogers has got because from yeah. Green Bay, there's definitely a restructure happening. I think at Rogers alluded to himself on the on the Pat McAfee show where he said, "Listen." That that contract's not going to be an issue, or
0: something like that. 60 way. million guaranteed. Not near the other, enough.
2: Yeah. The other thing we do have for the Packers side is time. I know obviously it'd be good to get the picks this year, but the contract, I don't think it's been set up away. It doesn't actually get the guaranteed money, doesn't come into or whatever the money as it gets this season, doesn't come into play until just before the season starts. So we can go all the way up, in theory, all the way up to just yeah, the season starts, and then. Then what the Jets are going to do? Okay, we, we don't have the draft okay. I don't think it'll happen that way because I think we want the draft pick, a draft pick this this year, but in theory we could just do
0: that if we really wanted to. But so say yeah. screw you guys, we'll wait. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> here, here's a question, and I think I put it on our WhatsApp chat as to what what would you find funny, Liam, as the Packers fan, right? That you in the first round with the with the Packers pick, you take a wide receiver a wet him for your QB, and then you trade Aaron Rodgers, or you use the Jets pick to get for Aaron Rodgers to get a wide receiver. <laughs> so, keep him in the door, pick a wet him, and then trade him, or use the pick <laughs> to get for him
0: to get wet him for your QB. Really, really aggressively trade up like, and take a wide receiver like hilariously high, then trade them.
2: Well, you know, you know I it's think... like, a, obviously, our GMs already come out this again at the meeting. There, like having a wee bit of a, a dig already. Kind of seeing that um, they couldn't contact Rogers. You know, when he was Rogers coming out to Pat McAfee, seeing you know things had changed. No one, no one spoken to him. So there's, there's already kind of things starting to come out. I think more and more things going to come out in the wash of of some well, um, the, the inner workings of it all. So.
0: It's it's definitely going to be story of the season. Uh, well, story of the off season is certainly one of again. the big ones so far.
1: Again. So the start of right, right, start again, and again, and
0: again. <laughs> right, right, okay, moving us on uh, to another one of the, not story of the off-season as such, but certainly story of the off-season right now. Uh, one of the big big successes, actually, tail end of the season, definitely of the off-season, has been the the podcast-related rise of the Kelsey brothers. Uh, and the the New Heights podcast, which, yeah, shameless plug to them, know that they need it for us right enough. Uh, sorry, I'm sure I'm I'm sure they will reciprocate. Um, you know, it's a fantastic podcast, lots of great things on it. But there was an absolute highlight uh, recently. We know that it's the annual league meetings uh, going on at the minute, where the the NFL hoi polloi get together and they chat all things NFL. But they also do the yearly class forty, and it's fabulous. <laughs> and all the head coaches get together and they take a lovely wee picture. I'm a bit gutted they don't make anybody lie across the front. To be fair, that would that would have you know that would have really sold it for me. But what we had on the New Heights podcast was we had Travis Kelsey being uh, put on the spot and asked by by Jason how many of these head coaches, some of the the premier names in the league, could you name? Now, ladies and gentlemen, studs has actually been quite quite. Canny this week so far in the show, and he's been giving it lots and lots of chat about how oh we all got into the league at the same time, <laughs> and we're all similar in our experience, and he's absolutely at it. Um, this is the same man that we've next but I says, Oh, by the way, I spent time in Kansas coaching when I was young. <laughs> uh, so given that he is absolutely at it. Uh, I am literally, as we speak, ladies and gentlemen, about to send Studs that very picture. And it's winging its way to him right now. You can catch it up on the Twitter, folks. Um, jump onto our Twitter. You can see the very photo there. So, Studs, the super fan that you are, <laughs> how many of these – and I've been into it, and I've done my research, and I've checked, and I've got the answers – how many – Of these head coaches, could you name it? And um, no pressure. We are making you directly compete with one of your sporting (laughs) idols, Travis Kelsey, because I've got a note of the ones he couldn't do with me. So, mate. Right, so, hold
1: on. He didn't name the coaches, if I remember right.
0: He I'll, give you, I'll give you coaches or teams. Coaches or teams. Either is acceptable. I've got them both in front of me. Uh, so, you're going to start top uh, top row, left to right. Then it goes bottom row, right to left. You are mimicking your idol, mate. Because, um, let's be honest, you can't even run a route like he can. So, you maybe can name coaches like him instead. <laughs>
1: right.
0: So, what you got for me? Right, so, you've
1: got you steal it. I'll start the same way. As, I'll start Aye, the same top. way, right? So, we've got at the Chargers, then Debo, right. Shanahan. Yep. Who the fuck is that unit?
0: <laughs> that's what Kelsey said. This All took right. me time to figure this one out, I'll be honest. I did get the answer. You know, Golden? No. Nah. Far as I can tell, that is Josh McDaniels. Fuck. He's a bit... oh,
1: Vegas, that's how I don't really give a shit about him. Um... <laughs>
0: right, moving
1: right. on. Moving on. Is that the Falcons, boy, Smith?
0: Correct, well done. You've got right, one up so on your hero, one to you. Top,
1: so you've got Tom, one, then you've got the the Bucks coach, his name escapes
0: me. Yeah, Dan,
1: Dan Campbell.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Can you get the next one?
1: Who, who could it be? I'm trying to even
0: name a team, name a team, name a team. Go <laughs> on, go on, you've got this, mate, you've got it. Pick a team.
1: Is that the Packers? Go- no, he's doing the front. No, it's not.
0: Eh, you're out of time. That, that is, no, that is Kevin O'Connell. Vikes.
1: Ah, right. Vikes. right then you've got Salah. Then you've yep. got Dan over there off the NFL podcast. Yep. But uh, You're just agreeing with me. I've literally just said it's a podcast. Wait, no, I, to I, I,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert Salah. Oh, she- I, Right, I'm no, sorry. Robert I'm on behind Salah. you. Right, okay. eh, Next. Next one, next it to Salah. It does look like Dan Hansis, to be fair. It's not I Dan Hanzes. <laughs> uh, I struggled yeah. with this one. I took some searching. Have you got an answer for him? Oh. It's most um, new Cardinals boy, maybe. No, I can't pronounce this man's surname, so I'm not going to try. I reckon that's the Bales head coach, Matt E. Eberflush. E. <laughs> that's one. Uh, Wait, that's that's one
1: of the Eagles Next coaches To him, then. that. That's the uh, new
0: Colts boy, Staking. No, no, he is further on. Know.
1: Right. It's one of the Eagles coaches. Who's the other one? Jonathan God, Gannon. That's the Cardinals boy. That's right. the Cardinals boy. And you've got Zach Taylor. Stupid, yep. forgive me if I fucked that one up.
0: <laughs> Doug Peterson, Demir Core yep. at the well Texans. Done. Right, on to the bottom row. Go right to left. You're one up on Kelsey so far, mate. Right. I'm
1: trying to think of a funny way how to see this, but if uh let's fuck it, it's Mike McCarthy, right? We know yes, that's
0: indeed. Mate.
1: Right. That's staking, then. That's the new sports boy. Then it's Mike McDaniel's. Yep, or McDaniel, whatever one it is. I can't. It's a dolphin. You got it.
0: Yep. Right, next one. What you got? Kelsey didn't get this one. Gave you that. That's not variable, is it? It is not variable. Oh no! Oh, it uh, is absolutely not variable.
1: <laughs> Stefa- Stefanski.
0: <laughs> it is indeed Kevin Stefanski.
1: And <laughs> you've got granda, granda Pete.
0: Yep. I run of these ones. Even I could do these ones, and I'm hopeless at these games. Wait,
1: I'm trying to get So you've got
0: Pete Carroll. Who's next? Carol. Let's keep it going. What are you reckoning? See, this is where the people on I've the na- twelfth. No na- idea through.
1: who that is. A uh, fourth Darth Vader.
0: That is John Harbaugh.
1: So as fuck, Ravens boy. Yep. Uh, then you've got Darth Vader. Then you've got. Big Red, yep. Riverboat Ron, Sean yep. Payton, yep. Spice Boy,
0: Spice Boy 2. <laughs> I'm going to accept, I'm accepting both it, of those it, answers. Sean McVay,
1: and then you've got um <laughs> uh, give me the team. Pal. Um, think, who's the other one? He's coach. And she, the Packers coach. Correct.
0: Um, right, this is the last one that Kelsey didn't get. Right, so you've
1: got me Dermot
0: last, yeah. Yeah, so you got me Dermot, yeah. There you go, like, right, so you're second to last. Some size
1: of forehead, by the way, it's a like fucking deck, well, and
0: deck. We're going to talk about some size of things in a minute. <laughs> There's something to be uh, noticing in this picture,
1: right? There's no variable on it. I noticed that, by the way,
0: that's no, but I, I think that's variable now. I can't be certain because it's not really something I know as well, but I, I think that's variable. Seriously, that just it does looks, not look. It's, it's a it's a It's closest of, of the guys left. I've lost my list of who was left that he looks the closest to them of their coaches left standing. Um that's the, the best likeness I can find. But I am very certain that there is somebody out there in podcast land or somebody out there on the Twitter who can tell us who that is. Now there's only there, 20 coaches. I don't think that's variable. There's there is only 20 there. There's three that didn't turn up. Um so well. Well done, studs! Superfan status achieved. You have beaten Kelsey by two correctly in two and a half. If I give you Stefanski, even though I had to cough at you, <laughs> uh, so you would get that one. Uh, I'm mean, no, sorry. Tell you what, tell a lie. I'm lying. You win by one because you got Arthur Smith and Shane Steichen, which Kelsey didn't. But you did not get harm for, which he hardball. did. Aye. So Can't there I you missed go. Hardball. Now, the one bit, and I, I'll i leave this one for the viewers. You've got this in your phone uh, as you look at it, studs. Um, all I am going to say to the ladies and gentlemen is that if you look at this image and you zoom in on a certain Mr. Payton, all you need to know is that Mrs. Payton is a lucky lady <laughs> because that man... Looks like he is, um, you know, he might Point. struggle to get up in the morning. Uh, those 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 chinos are snug, and I ain't sure they are skinny fit. So, fair play to you, son. That's a that's an impressive effort you've got going there. Right, okay, gents, uh, it is time to move on to the news of the the news of the day. So, obviously, we've had the the league annual meeting. Uh, we've had, realistically, we've had one big thing that has came out of it. So Thursday night football, the much maligned Thursday night football. Um, we have moved from having, the way the rules are at the moment is that teams can have once per year, they can have Thursday night football in a short week. That's now being changed, that teams can get that twice a year. They can have a short week in Thursday night football. And the league is now able to flex Thursday night football games. Something they've been able to do for a while um, where with primetime Monday night games. Um, but they are now able to do it with Thursday Night Football as well. So the big question here, gentlemen, is is this a money move? We know that Thursday Night Football last year was acquired by Amazon for the, the princely sum of a billion dollars. Um, we also know that thanks to the scheduling of it last year, it was mocked viciously by everybody, uh, and it deserved it to be very fair.
1: commentators. <laughs>
0: oh, aye, it was a bit of a joke. Um, And this is something that fans don't like Thursday Night Football tremendously much in general. Players have certainly been out your very own Pat, no less, has been out um, criticising this move in the media. So Mm -hmm. what do we reckon, gents? Is this something that's a good move for the game? Or is this just shamelessly trying to appease a Mr Bezos and give him his
2: money worth? What do you think, Liam? You give me your thoughts, mate. I think it's all money, isn't it, you've got to say? I don't think... I don't well I suppose we're slightly biased to the side of the pond. Thursday night football is a bit of a pain for us, shall we say? Um <laughs> so but for the players as well, like having two two short weeks. Okay, the other if you get through it, you get the other side, you get too many buys, I suppose. You get the benefit of that the other side of it, but I think it's just gonna cause more injuries, surely. Surely it's gonna cause more injuries.
0: Yeah, Must you would to... think you would think so. Stads so over yourself, mate. Wish your take on this one.
1: I have to agree. I think it's a total money move. Um, let's be brutally honest about it. It's when you've got the legendary Al Michaels sounding like he's watching a dog run out in front of a road trying to commentate in a game.
0: <laughs> um, now, um, ladies and gents, it's worth noting that <laughs> we don't give him these lines. He comes up <laughs> with this on his own. <laughs> Who
1: was it? It was on it was on it was it Tony Dungey and he literally sounded, he could not have sounded any less enthusiastic on one of the Thursday night games. And I mean Al Michaels is a great commentator. I love listening to him normally, but it just shows you the level of shitty games that was on in Thursday night. Um so
0: is so that something mean the
1: flex is then good. That that's where you're there is a I'm trying to think how to word this. Is,
0: is there an argument to be made that giving them the ability to flex Thursday night? Because they don't well, know, we could all look at those Thursday night games and the Broncos were on them like four weeks in a row or something mad, and it certainly seemed that way. But we all know that before the season started, the Broncos were the hot ticket. Nobody expected Denver to be that that big a dumpster fire this year. So is having the opportunity to flex it going to be a big help? I think I think having the option to flex it certainly
1: helps appease Amazon. Um, <laughs> it certainly helps get better games on, which, as Liam said, probably doesn't suit us to be honest. Because we want to watch, we want to watch good games as well. On Thursday night having to get up for work on the Friday is a bit of a pisser, Let's be brutally honest. Um, so and then watching the highlights isn't the same. It, it really isn't. Um, so that that side of it, I, I from an Amazon perspective, yeah flex is a good thing because it gives them better games, gives these commentators who they're paying fortunes for better games to work with so I do get that side of it the fans are some, and I know the NFL said they do think about the fans and things like that and they won't won't impact the fans as such but you can't tell me that if say the Chiefs versus the Chargers is a Sunday night game or a Sunday afternoon game there's Kansas City fans will plan their trip to Los Angeles and then suddenly the NFL flexes it to the Thursday night.
0: Well, they need to give 15 days notice to flex a game. So, I, I yeah, some fans, that will definitely not work for them because, they'll yeah. you know what I mean, your fans will make plans as soon as the, the schedule's announced. But at, at, at least it's not the same week. You do need to give more than two weeks notice, slightly. Yeah. Um,
1: no, I, do, I do get that, but as you see, fans are going to be circling certain games and I'm obviously using the Chiefs as an example, but there's a lot of very good travelling supports in the US, and you see that when they're taking over stadiums. and the, These fans are earmarking certain games, Vegas, your Vegases, your big cities that they've ne- maybe never been to, the stadiums they want to, want to visit. And they're they're pencilling these in. And if you're starting to fl- have the ability to flex these out on a Thursday, it's going to cause chaos for the fans. No, if I if I've booked my tickets for a certain game and then you move that to the Thursday, damn right I'm going to be pissed off. Um, and what's the league going to do about that? Probably I not.
0: Mean, it'll be an interesting one. Is the league does, the league carry any form of of liability? I suppose towards the fans if they do that. Question to be yeah. answered by uh, by people that maybe know more than us. I, I dare say. Right, moving is on. Um, and we thought the Aaron Rodgers situation was bad. Uh, Lamar. Lamar, Lamar. Oh, my God, I just want you to leave the AFC North. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's all I want now. I just want him gone. Uh, So he has announced that he would like traded. He has requested uh, formally to be traded to the Ravens. uh, And you can hear, see, and feel the tumbleweed battering past your window with the rush of teams battering down his door. Now, the Lamar one's obviously an interesting situation. Uh, I think everybody kind of knows what he's after at this point. But it's made more interesting by the fact he doesn't have an agent. So lots of the news that we get about these trade negotiations, it's shamelessly leaked to the press by agents. Lamar doesn't have that. I I genuinely think it's him and his mum sort of dealing yeah. with all of this. Um, and not to be Alleg- disparaging. Allegedly. because yeah, <laughs> no, there, I- there was a report that
1: some other guy had been phoning around teams, which had I- led to the NFL saying you cannot make a deal with someone who's not a registered agent.
0: Look, Listen, I apologise to the league over that and I said I would <laughs> never, ever do it again. Um, so I suppose the question is, everybody knows that Lamar is looking for heavy guarantees in his contract. He actually has apparently been out very, very recently saying that he doesn't want a fully guaranteed contract ne- uh, necessarily. He just wants it to mean, be more guaranteed than Watson's. Uh, um, so it was <laughs> yeah, um So what do we think? Do we think that Lamar is trying to change the QB market. And is that what the league's fighting here? This isn't about Lamar. This is about setting a precedent that the Browns kind of set with Watson and the league is trying to bite back and stop that being a thing.
2: I think the league league is trying to come back, I think, to reset the market again from your, your good old Browns. Um ruining the market. I'm not saying ruined. We we amended. Amended. Uh, I think it was uh, the Colts um owner or something that came out and said I think they asked him I can't remember exactly the question I asked him, but like if he was interested on you know, would he give a guaranteed contract? He basically came out and said he doesn't like guaranteed guarantee contracts. He didn't say he wouldn't go for Lamar, but he just doesn't like guarantee contracts.
1: I, excited I know, to NBA and yeah NBA, like you know stuff
2: like that this is not something we'd like, to, like like to see happen sort of thing blah 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 what i say that's not, not quote quote not quoting but something along those lines um and it, i think that's probably what they're doing they're just trying to reset it again bring it trying to rein it in a bit bring it back and unfortunately for lamar he's stuck in the middle of all i think i still feel bad for lamar like he should. He deserves to get paid. It's what he's done. You know, he's been MVP. Okay, yeah. He's not won a Super Bowl yet, but he's an exciting player to watch. When you see him on the field, watching. You know, I'm not a Ravens fan by any means, but you know, it's think like, it's good to see him. an uh, exciting game running quarterback at times. Always, always fun to watch. So, but. He's just kind of uh,
0: studs. I'll give you the. I'll give you the loaded question then, mate. Do you think that this is an orchestrated campaign? Is there the league or somebody behind this? having a wee word or not maybe the league but maybe the the owners do the they owners? maybe have a wee group The <laughs> <laughs> you reckon the owners have got a whatsapp group chat uh and they're all having a wee word like they, they booted the hazards out of the group chat uh and now they're having a word
1: I, I 100% do i think i think the owners are rather than the league is such being back i think it's the owners i think the browns the Brown's done what the Browns done. They have obviously seen an opportunity to try and make their franchise better by dealing in the dark arts. Um, allegedly.
0: And, um, <laughs> that, that allegedly was towards making the franchise better, not towards the dark arts. <laughs> so <laughs> that's unalleged. I, that's confirmed.
1: I, I do think that um the owners are certainly biting back on this one. Um and it's it's to Lamar's detriment. I mean, you can't for me, you can cannot tell me that lamar isn't worth a probably a a bigger contract than kyler murray because let's face facts lamar's as liam said mvp he's been to the playoffs twice with the ravens i think Uh,
0: Um, at least i need to double check at least twice
1: how many times has
0: kyler
2: murray been in the playoffs
0: how many times has kyler murray finished uh, a season
2: has he Has he made it once? I thought it was a zero. You Not know, get blown out by the by the Rams. They got blown out. That was
1: that.
2: Was that the playoff? Well, you might be right. It
1: might. It might be one. I might be doing him a disservice. But, um, but
2: still, it might be. <laughs> might have
1: been one in Madden to be fair on his esports team or something. <laughs> 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 so it's. I mean Lamar certainly worthy of a bit higher guarantee. I would say than Murray. Yeah. um From that perspective, but as a. As I can alluded to as well, what I do find interesting is that someone has been phoning around teams offering Lamar, um, which obviously led to that statement by the NFL. Now, Lamar, the person I believe was named, and his name does escape me, and Lamar said that he hadn't been phoning around teams on his behalf, but then Lamar appeared on a field with him to promote a new in-house gym product. That he's working with this guy that was trying to get him sold right about teams oh. but it wasn't for right around teams on behalf of Lamar because he's not his agent and Lamar doesn't have an agent so it's, a, oh. it's all very cloak dagger in that front. But um, uh,
0: The interesting one to wind this one up to to, to just f- fire off a comparison with Lamar and Kyler. Kyler Murray does indeed well done, Liam. he's got one playoff game under his belt um, where he rocked up an impressive completion rating, uh, 137 yards with no touchdowns, two interceptions, and he just sucked badly. (laughs) Uh, Lamar, he's got four playoff games under the belt. He's taken them to the playoff three times. Uh, 19, 20, and 21, he took the Ravens to the playoffs. Getting as far, never made it beyond the divisional round. Always capped out there. Uh, 19, you get beat by the Chargers, then 2020, 2020, they made it straight to the division round, actually. 2020, they were, uh, top, top. Uh, they were t- top of the division. Um, Get beat by the Titans. Managed to beat the Titans the following year, but then get cuffed off Buffalo. So there you have it. Um, Right, okay, uh, we've got a rapid-fire one coming up, gentlemen. I was going to put a wee timer thing up on the the, the pod, but I'll be honest, I've no idea how to do it. So I'm not going to do that because I don't know how to. Um, But you are going to get very limited time to answer, gentlemen. Uh, One of the big little, well, big news stories, one of the news stories of the week is that um, the number zero is now available. (laughs) You can now have zero as your number. It's uh, Ridley. Ridley has laid claim to it at the Jags. So, uh, what number would you pick, and why? It's got to be short. It's got to be snappy. Studs, you can lead us off. It can't be. St- I'm not going to make a joke. I was going to make because it'd be insensitive. <laughs> uh, on you go, studs. What would your number be, and why, mate? I
1: said I'm going to keep it nice and simple. I wore the same number for most of my football career, and it was number five. Um, so, nice, solid number. I used to play at the back at seven and a half. It would just be number five for me so in there with the, the likes of the legendary Joe Flacco wearing Gof. number 5 oh. um, <laughs> any, any other QB right now has escaped me that wears 5 which is why I went to Flacco but,
0: um, to be fair Flacco would probably be as good at centre half as he was at quarterback
1: well, hey listen about Super Bowl MVP That's
0: Joe true. Flacco I, so, I should wash my mouth out with soap yes uh, what about your Liam? Uh You can have any number. What is it going to be and why?
2: And I'm trying to think of this one. I've kind of gone down the, wrong, the same route as studs, going down the football, soccer route. Kind of thinking back to my, my youth days when I tracked on I was good at football. Um, I, I always wanted to be a number seven. You know, that don't have to be a number nine. A classic number nine, number seven, always had the more skill, flashier player. You know, classically, you know, was it Figo? It was a number seven, I think. Um, just one so, example. A that's exam the legendary
1: number for the what do you call them? LSU Tigers. That's it's an honor to be yes. at number seven if you're on there. So you're like, say, OBG, um, the legendary Leonard Fournette
0: was number seven, yeah. playoff, um, playoff Liam, off Liam, playoff play Liam. A,
1: can play <laughs> off. Off, <laughs> was Honey Badger maybe number seven as well? Actually, at LSU, I'd need to check that one, but um, I uh, number seven, legendary number in at LSU.
0: Right. Well for me, and this is when again it's just kind of been the 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 number that I've always liked for things and I'm really regretting choosing well, not choosing this. This number chose me because keep it somebody's clean, gonna keep it clean some I oh, know somebody's <laughs> going you're gonna jump over this, you'll love it. Uh my number be fifteen. And it's <laughs> not for Pat. It's not because of that. Uh fifteen's just you always, were always a sub at football. <laughs> oh, <I love> <laughs> Aye, that was, I, I was always the butt of that old joke. What positions you play? Left back? What, in the changing rooms? Nevertheless. <laughs> or less. Um, aye, so, yeah, no, number 15. Always been the one for me. That's where I would be playing. Um. Our last little bits of news for the evening, gentlemen, as we start winding things down. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. One-year move to the Lions. Three million deal. I do love it. Um. He is, and I'm not going to go too into it, he is a wee bit of a, a running gag in our know, fantasy league Um. that he always appears. To be fair, he always appears... Roundabout at playoff time, when you are desperate for a wide receiver, and he gives you production. So uh, yeah, one year um, move to the Lions. How much of an impact do they have in that wide receiver room? Questionable at <laughs> best. But then but again, mean, he's always oh, he's only been a wide receiver two or three recent days.
1: Look, look at the receivers that the Lions have got. You've got Amon You've got the Sun God, Amon Ross and Brown. Yep. You've got Jameson Williams, who's yep. fully healthy after his ACL. Mm-hmm. So two rookies in there, bringing a, if you like, a glue an guy, a locker head. guy, an old head, oh. Marvin yeah. Jones. So I think it makes sense. And as you mm-hmm. see, he's wide receiver three. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's, I'd,
0: I'd he's well old, thought of in the league. I think, I think locker room guy's the way to put it. He's very, very well thought of. Um, one that you you brought up earlier, Liam. I'll give you the give you the honour, sir, on this one, because um, I was totally ignorant to this. This one had passed me by about a, a certain quarterback nailing down his uh, his slots.
2: Yeah, apparently the the Falcons' coach and GM or uh, owner came out and said that are going to be the QB one for the season. Apparently, um, whether that's a stop stop asking us about Lamar chat more than anything else, we will see. <laughs> um, Bye. I, I thought that was great know I know he kind of came in end of last season. I don't. I don't remember him doing. I'll be <laughs> to so much, anything, but, nothing. Nothing bad. Nothing good. I, I think I'm going to summarise it with. So. Um, so, so. Yeah. I, I, think
0: that's, I think that's fair, mate. Um, what do we think about that one in terms of the uh, Falcons are sitting at eighth in the draft? Do they? Do they use this rather than try and grab one of the project QBs? You know, do they look at somebody like a Richardson, who as much as he's a Athletic, athletic freak, freak. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and bizarrely, I mean that in a nice way. Um, which is a bit odd, but he's not the finished article in terms of quarterback. His college career really hasn't shown him that much there. But he's the kind of guy that you want to sit on a bench for a for a year, two years. Is of the man to sit behind and and train up? It's an
1: interesting one. I I don't think they go for a QB. If I'm honest, the Falcons. I think you're more likely to go with Ridda. See what happens. If he's stinking, then they've got a higher pick next year. Um, I don't know what the QBs are
0: like, but there's one Gen, and I've forgotten his name. There is one generational level QB next year, who I am sure someone on the on the, the YouTube or the Twitter can throw throw a name at us and remind me. Uh, but there is one good A so 101 next year looks like it might be QB QB heaven. Um, right, our last item and this is a this is a nice one. I really like this one. So uh Calais Campbell sticking in the theme of the Falcons. Um he's making his trade over that way and apparently the thing that sealed the deal we are so used to things like the Watson trade, like Lamar, where it's how much money will you give me? How much money will you guarantee me? Uh, Calais Campbell, apparently the big thing that did it for him was finding out about the charity and community work that would be expected of him and that he would have the opportunity to do as part of the Falcons' uh, organisation. Apparently this was a 40-minute phone call that he had with the Falcons' uh, front office coaching staff about what he would be able to do in this capacity. And you need to tip your hat to the guy. You know I mean? Calais Campbell's a hell of a player. Um, He will have had a fair few offers, and I'm sure they would all have been offering him a lot of money. For that to be the determining factor, you know, fair play. Is that the kind of thing we need to see more of in in the NFL and in sport in general? What do we we think, boys? I I think
1: think that's a great great move. And um, it's... measure of the man, let's be honest. I think he's already a Walter Payton Man of the Year um, winner and I think things things like this just show you exactly why. Um, He's always been whatever team he's in, he's he's always been a, a big... a big big factor in it obviously Mm -hmm. got to the Super Bowl with the Cardinals very early on in his career and has never quite got back I think he got Mm. close with the Jags um, in the Blake Bortles era (laughs) just (laughs) to throw that name in there what days,
0: Um, (laughs) what great days
1: (laughs) I I think he's another one of these guys though He he comes across very well when you see him on Sky Sports and getting involved in the commentary and the media work comes across very well, comes across very likeable um, I think he is also another one of these locker room guys that you, yeah. you want in there. Um, the Falcons certainly look like they're probably in rebuild mode. Just so <laughs> a wee bit. A smidge. <laughs> so I think having somebody like Campbell in there to, to be the voice to these rookies coming in or these first-year first year players, second-year players, somebody like him in there working with these guys in the D-line, I think is only going to help that Falcons' defence. And I don't actually think the Falcons' defence was that bad, if I'm honest. I think they were actually getting better that. as the season went on, so
0: good Me piece either. to add. He's a hell of an addition. Right, Liam, I'm putting you on the spot, mate. I'm giving you... you've We have no Canadian cadre this week, uh, so we're going to move towards the, the tail end of the show, ladies and gentlemen, and we are having as-is-tradition our Statistic of the Week. This week, it is brought to us live from Liam. What have you got for us, <laughs> mate?
2: I know, I was put under pressure when I was told I had to do this. <laughs> I was like, we'll go find someone So, I kind of went down a wee rabbit hole, I suppose. So, I've kinda, it's kind of two parts to it, kind of related. All draft related, I thought. We're coming up to draft, nearly draft draft month, nearly April. So, so I was looking to try and see, with the number one overall pick, what kind of... What benefits do you get for number one overall pick? What what actually does that give you? So, I want to see a terrible a landing the spot. Well, I can see well, <laughs> you know, after you've taken the pick. So what? How many teams after the number one overall pick? Let's like see if you can this. Have made the playoffs that oh. season in the super in the, in the Super Bowl era. How many how many teams?
0: Oh, so teams that have have had the had the number, number, number one, one overall, overall and, pick, and, and made then, the playoffs and then
2: made the playoffs after taking that draft pick.
0: So you were a tire-fire the year before. Good. You've got... Right, so you, could, oh, you could trade uh, up. You uh, could trade f- in They're
2: thinking, thinking about it. <laughs> trade
0: into the number
2: uh, one. Add it,
1: it in your, your sub-five.
0: Um well, right, you stands, I'll let you have your guess first, mate. On you go.
1: I'll go, I'll go close to five. I'll go four.
0: Right. I'm, I'm going to be a little moral. I think there's going to be some sneaky teams. because the whole Super Bowl era. I think there's maybe been some teams that have traded for it, had you know identified need, maybe had a middling year, and aggressively went for it. I'm I'm going to go
2: eight. Well, studs, studs, the winner there. Oh, three, three, three teams have made it. <laughs> three. I, mean, I was between two and forty. And, and and you're you're on the right track, though, Brian. Two of them, two of the three. Uh, first one is the 1978 Oilers who finished oh. the season before eight and, eight and six, I think it was, and then traded up for the first round pick. There you go, the, they got to the FC title game and lost. And then it was the 991 Cowboys who finished seven and nine and then traded up again from the 11th position, I think it was, up to number one pick. And then it was just last season the Jags went oh, had the number one pick, and they surprisingly, the first team well, probably the first team to have. Being a tyre fire... They were a tyre
0: fire. They were a tyre fire. They they Uh, had a
2: coach that was um,
1: interested more in college co-heads than he was coaching an NFL team.
0: Well... That's, that's, that's allegedly, allegedly. <laughs>
1: there
0: was no the alleged about that one. It was. Ah, on be, be fair, there, was pho- there was there was photographic evidence <laughs> on that one. We can take the asterisk away. But then, yeah, right, I,
2: was well, to, I was trying to build on that and kind of look again, but a bit more. Number one want to pick, you know, what and everyone goes on about QBs being what you want to draft up, you know, you know, Panthers done it this year. They've, they've traded yes. up to get a QB. But again, how many how many QBs who were drafted number one overall have made it? I, I've have won a Super Bowl. Now I'll give you one. some. Con- I'll give you a wee bit of context. There's been thirty-four QBs drafted as a Q- as number one overall pick. So you've got thirty-four QBs that have been done. How many yeah. of them have have won a Super Bowl?
0: I'll I'll take the first guess in this one, and I am gonna. I was the eternal optimist last time, and I'm gonna <laughs> be the eternal pessimist, and I am gonna say none.
1: Well, the, Eli Manning was a number one pick and he's oh, one too. He's so he's one so <laughs> you're yeah. is completely wrong. Ah
0: oh, oh, then I was then I was thinking I was just swing the opposite way and it would do me better. Right on yeah. you go studs which your put I'm out so what's your punt <laughs> gonna be mate. Wind up with yeah. pod at a high note <laughs> where one is showing the note anything about the NFL
1: 84. I'll go about eight this time. I'll be a bit more oh, optimistic.
2: He's, he's on the ball tonight. It was nine one oh, off again. Nine. Look at this. But, look but at in, this. But, but there are some caveats to this because two of them. One was um, David David Carr, who was a backup for Eli, but he won us. He was backup, but he won. He still won the rings oh, uh, He then, won the rings still Then Drew Bledsoe was a backup for a uh, yep. for good old Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, um, and Led
1: well. so was the starter though this was he know yeah, the, yeah, sure. the starter at the start of that season was, and be ready in. So uh, another
2: funny one. He can he, he was drafted first, but he was traded straight away, it was John Elwyn. He was drafted ah. by and then by the Colts and then traded to Denver, but then went on one up. So, so yeah. there you go. Well, there we go, folks. What
0: a, that's what else i don't to end on. So we've demonstrated two things. One, Liam can find a cracking... Uh, three things. Liam can find a cracking statistic of the week. Two, Brian knows nothing. Uh, <laughs> and three, studs is quite good at the all-statistics well,
2: game. That, that's how you started the, po- the pod, wasn't it? With your I, anyway, so. I like- <laughs> Brian Bill, to finish. Oh, sorry,
0: like- Brian like- Bill. <laughs> Brown built to finish. I like, I like them. I like the mirror in it. Bookending, mate. We call it bookending. <laughs> uh, right. Well. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is us towards the end of the podcast. Um, thank you very much for joining us. I have been hosting for you tonight, and I have been Brian, the conscience of Cleveland Donlan. William, um, thank you very much for joining us tonight, mate. Uh, I hope you have had a good evening in the pod That's tonight.
2: Always a pleasure. That's been great. Good, good chatting.
0: Fantastic. And uh, Studs, as always, mate, a pleasure to have you on and uh, have you bestow your evidently depthless wisdom (laughs) upon us.
1: Now remember that when I say, remember I says at the start, referees are always right as well. So remember that wisdom kicks back in. And don't forget your asterisks at the end of your conscience
0: part. Ah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Remember, the crew will get you through the rest of the off season. Uh, and remember, you can always get in touch with the crew on Twitter at gridironcrew, on Instagram at grid underscore iron underscore crew help join the community, give us a like, give us a subscribe and get in touch. And until next week, I've been Brian and we will speak to you all soon.